Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests. And today, we've got a great guest for you. We've got our first video interview of the show for the year. And we've got Allie Brooke coming on. She's done some great things out there um, from the past, doing some really great things in the future. I really believe the best is yet to come for Allie. Um, we hope so anyway, right? <laughs> We're going to talk about her story, um, the ups, the downs, the ugly, the good, the bad, everything. And then we're going to talk about God. We're going to talk about all that. You know, so we're definitely excited about what we we'll see where this goes and definitely talk about our book because that's where this whole thing wraps up. So, Allie, how are you today? Hi, I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome, and I'm happy to be on the show, so thank you. Oh, thank you so much for your time today. We're so excited to have you here. Now, I always start the show the same way, and we've done, you're our 245th interview this year. Oh, my gosh, that's <laughs> awesome. Wow. Oh, thank, you. thank you. And I always like to start it the same way. We're in a weird year. We are. And I always like to get each artist slash guest uh, opinion on this. So because we're in a weird year, how has COVID personally affected you and what are you doing to maneuver through it? Yeah, well, I so I started off um, this year with so many new adventures and I, I share in my book, um, one of them was being on my very first headlining solo tour and oh, I was to do four shows but sadly it got cut due to covid i had like 20 left or 30 left something like that um so that was so hard packing up and and going back home and not knowing you know when i would return on the stage and my uh you know my industry the music industry is all about traveling and interaction with but which is you know now you can't you can't do that you know so that was like really hard to to process and see how am I going to continue on my, yeah. mm -hmm. my career with with um not having an audience and a guest you know yeah. like right. you get to meet every day and travel but um thank god we have you know we're in 2020 where we have you know zooms and facetimes and all that so that's been helping so much in social media so that's been a blessing for sure you know, when, yeah, at least we have that. Uh, you know, when we first launched the show January 3rd, our whole goal, original plan, was to interview 100 people first year. We felt like, you know what? If we could pull off 100 interviews first year, <laughs> we would be ahead of most hosts. We just figured that, that was, and then COVID happened. Yeah, and, exactly. and I'm watching everything get shut down. I said, Sandy, I know that we're not supposed to look at it as opportunity, but man, this is our opportunity to shine. You have to be as positive as you can during these times, you know, and, and of course it's so, so awful and horrible that it happened, but you mm -hmm. know, got to take the good with the bad and just pray. And, and, you know, for a lot of people, they have to reinvent themselves right now. You know, I know tons right. of, are doing the same thing and of course people like you you know uh, the media and interviewers so yeah you know just just being being optimistic and trying to see see the positive and and go with that is is awesome that's all you can do right during these yeah, yeah the crazy part of all of this is if you know i told sandy that you know five years from now we're like the size of a Bobby Bones show or a Ty Bentley show. Yeah. That, that we're going to owe COVID to that. Mm. Yeah. Because COVID has really taken the show off. I mean, we, you know, like yesterday, we had number one best selling author Karen Kingsbury on. Oh, wow. I think my friend, I believe my friend. Oh, is he said to say hey to you. Yes, she did. One of her shows. The Baxters, she wrote the Baxters, right? Yes, yeah, the Baxters. That's so crazy. Oh my um, God. Please tell us why. That's such an honor. She's an incredible author. Um, but yeah, my friend Macy McLean is on her show with Roma Downey. And, and, and yeah. Oh my God. So awesome. So it's just been a crazy year. Um, <laughs> before we really dig into your story, I always like to go a little light. 
So what are some hobbies you'd like to do outside of music? And this year you probably got more. <laughs> <laughs> right? I love um, I love to, to bake. And I've been doing a lot more cooking now, of course, as we all have. Um, I love to write, of course. Um, I love, I don't know if this is a hobby, but I love watching film and TV. Um, that is so, it's so nice to just escape. I mean, especially during these times, if, you know, people are, are home. Um, it's nice to be able to enter a different world um, and just be creative whenever I can. Those are kind of it. Uh, those are kind of the goals. I mean, excuse me, the different hobbies that I like to do. I do love to run too. Running is so great. Um, for me, it, it's a nice release and um, such a great way to, to exercise for me. Um, but those are some of the things that I, I like to do in different hobbies. Love that. Yeah. So what would you say is something quirky about you? Oh, that's a good question. Hold on. <laughs> Let's see. I'm very, well, maybe some people don't, don't really know, but I'm like, well, my fans know, but maybe <laughs> like new fans don't know that I love Frank Sinatra. He is my favorite. I know like all of his songs, his music. I was watching his documentary a few weeks ago. Uh, he is like, I mean, just my everything. So that might be a quirky thing that you don't. You know, a lot of people ask, when did you know you wanted to do music? But I like to go a little deeper than that. When did, when did that moment click that this could actually be a career for you? Mm. Well, I talk in my book about the moment that I first sang and performed for the very first time at nine years old. And that was that breakthrough powerful moment when I said, oh my gosh, this is something that is so extraordinary and special. And I felt like this, this electricity go through me at such a young age, you know, mm -hmm. not really knowing, you know, all the details and, you know, oh, I'm going to do a career, but just knowing this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life forever. It filled me up like nothing else ever did or ever could um, that was that moment and then really around 12 years old you know when my parents decided to to pack up and take me to LA that's when you know even though I was so young and not sure of how the details and the realities of pursuing a music career and how hard it would be but knowing at that age that this is what I want to pursue yeah. this is yeah. a dream that was that was it. So those those two ages. And you know that's the perfect lead into where I want this next part to go. Um, you know, a lot of people they see the glory of like a Blake Shelton and the glory of a Gwen Stefani, glory yeah. of a Carrie. They don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes to get there. Now I'm going to tell a story where I want this to go in this next segment. Um, you know, we, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Still Girls back in 2014. And I remember asking her a question that what advice would she give an up and coming artist? And I'll never forget her answer. She said, this is going to sound funny coming from someone full time. But if your heart will not allow you, I mean, will allow you to do anything outside. Of, if you can see yourself doing something else, go do that and just keep music as a hobby. Because she said, because the moment you want it to be a career. Mm. Your life, you no longer own it. Everybody owns a piece of yeah. your, friends, your friends and relatives never understand you. They invite you to weddings, to cookouts, to holidays, to, to barbecues, everything. But but you gotta say no, especially at the beginning when you're grinding it out and they don't understand yeah. it, that that their nine to five is your twenty-four-seven. Wow. Then on top of that, you know, then on top of that, you know, you're your family around you has to sacrifice, not just you, the artist. Oh, yeah. There are days you feel miserable, but you still got to get on that stage that night and just give it your all, even no matter how you feel. But then she added, but if mm. your heart will not allow you to do anything outside, if you cannot see yourself doing anything else, then go all in. Because wow. the only way that those kind of sacrifices could ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? And let's talk about that side of it, because that kind of leads into your book a little bit. I think 
you see me? Yeah, I see yes, you. Yes, we can. I see you. Yes, we can see you and hear you. Something froze, I guess. Yeah, something froze. Don't you love technology? Yes. So dependent on it. <laughs> Hopefully, her and connects back. Yes. So hopefully we'll get her back in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> working on trying to get her back here. <laughs> Never know what's going to happen oh, with technology. Me, is she there? Yes, yes she's there. Okay. Oh, there we go. Hey. Better. <laughs> Something froze up. Yeah, but you want technology. Uh oh. Froze again. Oh. Huh. Oh, wow. Not sure. Oh, there you are. Yeah, there she is. Please, God. Please, <laughs> the internet, don't let it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So I was getting the chills while you said that. That is such a powerful answer. And it is, every word is true because you do sacrifice so much and you go through so much and you have to have to be willing to give up certain things about your life, certain parts. Yeah. yeah. Sanity is one of them. He <laughs> <laughs> is one of them. And um, just, you know, sometimes your childhood, I sacrificed my childhood. Mm -hmm. And, and just, just knowing that it's worth it and, and it's something that you, you're willing to do is a very yes. brave choice, not only for you, but for your family. And I'm just so thankful that my parents were there to root me on and to and to sacrifice that. You know, my mom sacrificed her health for me. She had severe scoliosis. She she could not stand straight. She would stand like this because her back was getting so bad, but she would travel for me and she would be on planes and be in uncomfortable car rides and comfortable beds. I mean, that is love, right? Mm -hmm. And that is belief. And that's why this book means so much to me because it's not just my story. It's their yeah. story. And it's a story yeah. of hope and redemption and love. Um, but that answer was so true. Yeah, because I think, you know, and I always like to talk about that, that side of it because I think nobody talks about it. It's so important. It's the most important thing out there. You know, I want fans to understand what artists go through. And I want artists who are thinking about stepping over that line what it really takes because everybody thinks it's you know they think there's all that glory 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 and until you get to the top even at the top from what people have told me yeah. they still only have a little bit of glory it's still so much grind so much sacrifice even at the blake shelton levels oh yeah totally have you ever interviewed blake before no i want to meet him so badly he <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. And I love Gwen Stefani. I met I her because, yes, I met her because um, Fifth Harmony was doing a Elma. We were filming Sesame Street and she was there and she was so gorgeous and so sweet. I was dying. Anyway, sorry. Um, awesome. We love her. Yeah. You know, now that we talked a little bit about the sacrifice, I'd like to go the other way and talk about the great moments. Yes. You know, because again, you got to talk about the glory side too. And, and you know, I do want to say that I commend you for something in your book about you know being 27 and still a virgin. You know, yes. I was her only, even though she was 25. Oh my God! Wow, that is my first boyfriend, first everything. Yeah. <laughs> and we just lost 18 years of marriage. Yes, October 5th. Amazing. Oh, wow. Just recently. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Wow. Such a huge thing. Such a beautiful thing. And just congratulations. That is so awesome. Wow. I hope I can I can say that one day with a future husband. <laughs> yeah. So that's something that I chose to share. I was so nervous because I'm like, I, uh, you know, I had a hard time just being vulnerable in general as I share in my book. But this was an opportunity to, for the first time, be brave and bear it all, all the highs and lows, all the, the, the good, bad, and the ugly, 
and also all of my personal choices. And that was one of them. And I'm so happy that I was able to share that and proud of, of that decision. It still holds true to this day. And, you know, that's by doing that, I hope to empower other young women to, to you know, own their own truth. And again, like I, I don't judge anybody for any other decision that they right. in their lives. Um, but it's so nice to share that and to feel that support from from so many people who uh, heard about it and who are, you know, loving on me. I think that is awesome. So thanks to everybody out there who's supporting that. Oh, that's so awesome. And, and you know, talk, talking about that, you know, your faith a little bit, you know, so you where we stand. Um, we met online back in 2002 when it was to not it was taboo back then of course oh my gosh back then that was like we we met on february 2nd of 02 we talked on the phone for the first time february 4th we set a wedding date february 18th and we met in person march so we were meeting person march 4th to see who we were going to marry and we knew Wow, but y'all just knew, like somehow y'all. Yes, were... Yeah, we wow. just knew God was there, you know. We did. And I like to tell that story, especially to someone I know that has the faith that you have. So, how has God impacted your life, and and how do you guide that? Being in entertainment and faith almost don't mix in this day and time. Totally, it is. You are so right about that, <laughs> and it's been. Yeah. It's been a journey and a long road to get to where I am. But you know what? So the Lord, he has just been so, he's been so good to me. I love that song. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He is good to me. It's just, that's the song over my life. As soon as I was even born, I was born a premature baby, one pound, 14 ounces. And sadly, premature babies don't have a very high survival rate. But the Lord breathed life. You're a miracle. Yes. And he breathed life into me. And I was not supposed to have my lungs developed, but I came out screaming. Doctors. (laughs) And my parents like to say that I came out singing. And that's just my testimony right there is that the Lord has has covered me and watched over me my whole life. And as a young child navigating the business, uh, feeling like I didn't fit in, like I looked different, you know, being this young Mexican-American girl with the big dream um, and all the challenges that awaited me to finally having success and then um, having my faith seriously tested, you know, everything from uh, tons of rejection to People honestly just abusing me in the industry. There are really awful people out there who abuse their power, who you, who try to take advantage of you, who tell you you're not enough, you're not, you'll never be enough. It's awful and things that that really scar you. I had to endure that. I had to endure inappropriate behavior by executives, all, and but the Lord again. He covered me. He protected me, and he got me out of um, a really bad time and really bad just situations, you know, that occurred. And and I did get, you know, I did get made fun of for my faith. One of the instances was a song that Fifth Harmony had. You know, we were trying to find a breakout hit, and this yeah. song had adult themes that weren't appropriate you know these kids were under age they were like 15 you know what i mean and the label really just wanted that song and had pressure and our uh our one of the label people said well if i would have signed a christian group i wouldn't have signed them and that was it's me and i'm like what is you know like i'm trying to do my best and and trying to you know be uh a positive leader and, and a positive example and I'm I'm showing up to work every day and working hard and never complaining and, and doing what you want me to do. This one time that, you know, yeah. you're gonna be really mean. So I prayed, I said, God, please, you know, help us to not do the song. Everyone, you know, the girls were not comfortable with it. Then they mm-hmm. started lines 
And I was like, oh no, I'm gonna have to be the only one to, to stand up. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know what this could lead to. It could lead to a really bad fight or, or the label shelving us, which means basically they're gonna punish us for not, you know, and not have our music out because mm -hmm. of that. Anyways, just all this crazy things. But I prayed and like God always does, he, he resolved that and our manager came back and said, the song is done. You're not doing it. And I just cried tears of joy. I'm like, thank you, God. You know, he, he helped us. Moment. Situation. Wow. Because, you know, we've looked back even, you know, today, we this year, we've had to have a lot, a lot of faith, not just what everything's going through, but Sandy had a 14 pound five boy pulled yes. out of her. In June, June 30th. God. So took pictures of it to show me and that thing was huge it, it was unbelievable but I, i'm doing well now i'm about four months doing well god brought me through that wow amen and, look <laughs> yeah, so good. and i owe everything to her because i went through 19 years of addictions um until god healed me mm. almost 13 years ago back december 26 will be 13 years sober Oh, In the first five years of our marriage, she went through a lot of crap because of the addictions. But she never put me down. She never nagged me. Wow. She loved me through the addictions. And sometimes, you know, you know what's crazy is sometimes people will, when they hear our story, will say, oh, she just let, let you walk over her. And I'm like, you don't understand. She allowed me to experience God's pure love through her. Wow, wow, and look, you overcame, and sometimes, you know, everybody has their problems, families will have their problems, we have our, you know, I, I've had our, our share of stories, and mm -hmm. the thing is, knowing, you know, obviously when to, you know, uh, set boundaries and stuff, but having mm -hmm. those where you, you do feel like, dang, I've gotta be there for this person and support and show them God's love, and that is, so hard and like you said you don't really understand it obviously you're not saying to take abuse or accept any of that no, of course not no. but if you if you love someone you know you'll feel um when it's appropriate to to be there and love them through it and guide them through it. sometimes people just need need help and need love and need support and need a hand to hold during a hard time so i commend you that's that's not easy. And look, I mean, praise the Lord that you're you're healed, you know, from that. That's beautiful. Yeah, because yeah, um, she, I never, not, you know, I never hit her and I never no, cheated. I didn't, didn't if I'd have crossed those lines, lines she'd have left. I but but yeah. I crossed a lot of lines that I shouldn't have. Yeah. And I remember, and I remember back in 2010, after I was healed, because I was healed in 2007, and our, to help our marriage grow, we were going to a lot of marriage conferences and all that. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I sat her down, and I, I'll never forget. I looked her in the face, because I knew that it was time for her to heal from the pain. Uh, wow. So I was like, okay, tell me what I put you through. Tell me everything. I was like, I will just be quiet and listen. And I'll be honest, 45 minutes in, I was like, what have I done? Because I was hearing things I didn't know. <laughs> and, and, and she laid it out, but I knew this was her moment to heal. That was so healing. Yeah. so important for us and our relationship. Oh my. And then it wasn't, like, what, about a year or two later, we were pregnant with our first one. Yes. Yeah, one year later. Um, what a testimony and you and your story I'm sure has helped so many people and and to know that it is possible you can be free from that it's it's incredible and it's amazing what the Lord does what the Lord does through people and to people and sometimes you have to wait you have to be patient you know but mm -hmm. it's possible. with God all things are possible and I'm just inspired hearing your story and that's so beautiful it's amazing well we definitely appreciate that now you know we talk about a lot of struggles and lot now let's talk about the other side of it you know okay. where god blessed you yeah. um, tell us of some moments in your past where you look back and you're like wow that just happened 
Yes. Oh, man. I mean, I had a lot of those moments in Fifth Harmony, too. Mm -hmm. Landing for the first time in Brazil, having all these thousands of fans (laughs) waiting for us. I mean, they're running to our cars. They're waiting outside the airport. And I I put a story of that in in the book. And Mm -hmm. that was like, whoa. We felt like the Beatles in that moment. And then also, wow. Weeping, you know, these award shows, breaking records, over oh, billion yeah. views on, on, on a video. And man, it's like, those are the moments that I'm like, oh my gosh, we did that together. That is amazing. Um, and uh, being, man, we, we would perform at stadiums for, uh, for radio shows. And that felt like, whew, just this, this great <laughs> The amount of, of success traveling the world, that was a ride. And that was something that I'm proud of. Um, so there's that rush there. And then being a solo artist, finally figuring out, you know, everything in my music. Yeah. Being on everything from, like, uh, Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yeah. Beginning my very first headlining solo tour to now filming my first movie. I mean, it's wow. just... It is incredible. It is like, you know, again, as you'll see in my book, I've been mm-hmm. through so much re- Technology. Oh. Oh, there, 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 there you are. Yeah. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> but, uh, gotta love technology. Right, gotta love it. But God oh. opened up those doors and God you know, I had to wait for many, many, many long years and endure a lot of a lot of storms, but just showing the readers and my audience that it is possible to overcome anything and to come out on the other side and uh, to be victorious. That's the message of, of the book, the true message. And um, just to be, to be where I am in my life is it's exhilarating, and I, I credit it to, to God and to my parents who were there mm-hmm. for my brother to support me through it all. And I love that. And, you know, there's something that we like to do on the show that I think oh, yeah. um, needs to be a per. You know, as you know, that people see you as the artist, but they don't see the PR people. They don't see the managers, producers. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I don't think they get enough love for what they do. Because you, know, you can't be who you are. So I always like to give the artists a chance to talk about their teams. If you want to tell us um, about the team that helps you be who you are, that would be awesome. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's awesome for me to be able to share that because they deserve so much. And I, I, I was able to talk about them in my book and share the journey. But I want to give a shout out to one of my managers named Will Bracey. He was there to help me in so many situations, in one of my darkest moments in Fifth Harmony, to now transitioning to a solo artist and fighting with me, um, uh, you know, with me, uh, not fighting with me, but you know, like together we fought. (laughs) (laughs) And and he was there to guide me and to pray over me and to um, fill me up with love and encouragement when I needed it the most. And to fill me up with faith, even when I'm like, Lord, I don't have faith right now. This is <laughs> impossible. And then he really, I mean, he changed my life because he led me to all the, the right doors. He's the reason why I signed with Charles Chavez, who is my manager and my oh, wow. able person. So it's them two who are on my team. Charles believed in me when I walked into his office. And he was there to say that I believe in you. I see your vision. And he has brought it to life. And between the three of us, we've been through so much together. Lots of highs and lows. But they empower me to be who I am, to stay true to my values, to not um, waver, you know, in this crazy business that's always trying to take from you. And it's been incredible. So they hard they never get sleep they never have a personal life but they do because they truly love me (laughs) and it's a priceless gift to have that and especially coming from you know a place where i didn't feel any of that now i'm being empowered 
and being loved on and cared for and they care for my mental health they care for all yeah. of that so important yeah. so important yes it's important and god bless them they changed my life now i can tell that your parents are so much behind you yeah. and you probably have a thousand stories i'm looking for the one that stands out a little bit where tell us a story where they went above and beyond for your career mm. and you're like wow they get this is my passion mm. oh my many times literally thousands of stories but one of them i share in my book so this is way before any of my success i was mm -hmm. like 14 years old performing at uh, a high school in los angeles and just seeing my my parents they got, they printed out flyers for me wow. to promote wow. my MySpace page. <laughs> yes, yes, to help me. And my dad, you know, would be at these schools handing out flyers to all these kids shamelessly, you know, because he wanted to promote his daughter. And that's, that's exactly just, uh, just an example of who my parents are. They go above and beyond and they make a way even when it's, it's hard or they have to be creative. They were there to to always support their daughter and to tell people about their daughter, to spread my music, to spread my artistry. And they're my number one fans and I love them to death. And on X Factor, when I was doing an audition, mm -hmm. they printed out shirts that said Shining yeah. Star Ally Brooke. And you see oh, them right. all <laughs> That is awesome. And we love families that are together. And we we kind of consider our show a family affair. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We started a little media company called Family Affair Media that will run everything because we are a family affair. We've got an eight-year-old that we, a third co-host we call. But he is oh. so today. So going to get him real yes, quick. he's a big fan. And, I, 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 and we've got a 19-month-old um, daughter that when she gets older, she'll be plugged into our show too. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so cute. I mean, that's that's the dream, right? Having yeah, a part of what you love. Exactly. And she's kind of a miracle baby because um, she was she was in her tummy with that fibroid. So... <laughs> Yeah. That is crazy. <laughs> Hi, Angel. What's your favorite food? Hi, Angel. My favorite food? Ooh, Mexican food. I love tacos and enchiladas. What about you? Mine is pizza. Ooh, that's my second favorite. I love pizza. I can eat it every single day. You're so dope. What's your name, love? Chris. Hi, Chris. I heard you watched my episode of Blue's Clues. Yes. So when's the last time you had a question from an eight-year-old? <laughs> right? It's been a very long time. I don't think <laughs> at least I'm <laughs> we try to make our show different. We, you know, when I first launched the show in January, we did. I was like, you know, how can we be different? Now, granted, being a married couple, there's very few hosts that are married couples out there. Yeah, I um, know. You know. But I wanted something even more different than that. And as I'm watching other stuff, I'm like, you know, people don't have enough time to really talk. I want the story behind the artist. Right, I, the real you know, story. The stories, the raw stories. I don't yeah. want just the I ask question, they answer. I want it to be a conversation, a raw conversation yeah. between us and, and the guests to where when people are listening, they're like, oh, we're kind of eavesdropping on a conversation. Yeah, I love it. Those are my favorite type of interviews, honestly, because you really get to connect with people and get to know the real story. And it's it's something really, uh, really like uh, special when, when that happens. So I love that. This interview is awesome. Thank well, you. We appreciate that. I appreciate it. So um, if you could co-write with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you want to write about? That is such a great question. Wow. Frank Sinatra, of course. Wow. Yeah. Should have known that one. <laughs> I mean, I would ask a question in the book. Also, um, I just, my, my mom and I, we just adore Dolly Parton. She's just... Her. Yes. 
Yeah, she's such a light and just like an angel. And just to be able to be in her presence would be unbelievable. Also, Whitney Houston, man. So incredible. Yeah. And she's just a definition of a legend and a voice and an icon and such greatness. Oh, man, that would have been amazing. So that <laughs> people and then also, of course, Selena Quintanilla. She's my of favorite. Of course. She's amazing. Yes. And, and just to just ask her, you know, how is it like, you know, being this song or, or seeing this. She uh -huh. wrote careers for, for young Latin women like myself to pursue our dreams. So many wonderful people to choose from. <laughs> so. Now you'll probably have a thousand. There's probably going to be a thousand answers to this next question, but just think of the first thing that pops in your head. Yeah. Um, what is a song you've heard that you wish you wrote? Mm. I always love to say "I Want to Dance with Somebody" by Whitney Houston. That um, song is awesome. Everybody loves it. Everybody knows yeah. it. Everyone happy. So that's one. It's one of my favorite songs ever. You know, um, this past February made the five-year anniversary that we asked Kelsey Barrini where she wanted to be in five years. Um, and I always like to kind of tell that story before I ask that same question to the artist, because w whether you're an up-and-coming artist, like she was then, or whether you're already established like yourself, you've got to have goals, you've got to have a vision. And the vision she had back then is actually how she's living right now. It was It's really crazy to watch, to remember what she said versus wow. what she's living. So knowing that and knowing everything that you've done and accomplished so far in your life, which is amazing, yeah. where do you still want to be in five years? Oh, wow. I mean, there is so much on my list. I feel like my life is, is just beginning um, in a way. And for me, of course, to have so much more music out, to have many albums, to have a Spanish album, to collaborate with some of my favorite artists, to have a world tour, to um, complete my tour, you know, that I started, um, and to write several more books, children's books. Uh, um, yeah. Part two and maybe three. <laughs> <laughs> Um, being in more film and TV, maybe directing one day, maybe producing one day. Um, I have so many um, different scripts and different concepts that I'm writing, writing for other artists. Um, gosh, there is so much. I want to one day open a, a school for children or something for children, maybe open a hospital for children, you know, just dreaming big. And yeah. open, open a little sanctuary for for animals. You know, do something um, with with you know those those dogs and kitties and 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 animals that need love and need homes. Yeah, yeah. Things on my list. I love that. So yeah. let's say that you look five, ten, fifteen years down the road, and you're a success on a large scale, larger than what you already are. Whatever whatever that looks like. You're there. You're at the top. If you, if who you are today could meet your future self, what would you tell or remind her? Mm. I would remind her that the best is still yet to come because yeah. the reward is <laughs> is the eternal place, is, is heaven, yeah. is being reunited with our Father and our Maker. And being reunited with our loved ones too, you know, mm -hmm. God knows what's in my future. Um, but just reminding her that, and also just being on your knees every day, praising the Lord, thanking the Lord. That's what I would remind her, and just to give her a big old hug and say, <laughs> we did it. We did it. We did it. <laughs> uh, I love that. Staying on advice, um, let's say you have a friend of yours, you heard him or her sing, and they got some, as Simon Cowell would say, they got that hit factor. Uh -huh. They've played maybe 40 or 50 shows, so they're still getting their feet wet on the performance side. 
Uh, now this would be pre-COVID COVID advice, of course. Yeah. And let and let's say they've gotten on stage and they got what every artist says, that stage bug where they look over the crowd, the crowd's mm -hmm. roaring for them. They know they're in the right place. And they come to you and they say, Allie, I know I'm supposed to do this mm -hmm. with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to help guide them in the next few years? I would say to keep on keeping on, keep performing, keep writing, keep putting yourself out there. Even if you have every door shut in your face or all yeah. open, keep being hungry, keep going after it and enjoy the ride while you, while you're in it too. And don't let the, uh, the destination stop you from the beauty of, of the journey and the, and the drive. Um, yeah. That's what I would say. That's what has helped me, you know, in moments when everything hit the fan and yeah. Yeah. closed and being like, I'm trapped or I'm stuck or I'm lost or whatever. That, you know, continuing to have that fighting spirit to be strong and yeah. to just pursue what you love, it's so worth it. And beautiful things will happen, you know, sometimes even in, in, the, in, the, in pursuit of our dreams, Sometimes you'll even be led this way and you'll be like, this was part of the plan, but <laughs> and God's using it for your good. So. Yeah. Well, well, that's just like um, we, for the show, you know, it started out being just a music show. Yeah. And I guess a few weeks ago, I started realizing a lot of your bigger artists are starting to get really busy. Yeah. So time is starting to get limited. And I'm like, okay, what do we do? You know, we all of a sudden I felt a nudge of God to pivot some. And because of that, we've decided to broaden the show. To, instead of just a music show, we want it to be an entertainment interview platform where we interview artists, actors, athletes, and authors. Wow. Yeah. And, and that's why Karen was on a few a week ago or so. We had um, wow. Olivia and Scott Hamilton on. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. So all of a sudden, we've got this whole new base coming, yeah. and we're like, you know, and we know God, again, Sandy and I are all, at, each night, we're like, uh, we almost pinch ourselves, because yeah, we're like, just us. Oh, that is, that is an honor to have someone like you on our show. Oh my gosh, well, I am so, so thankful to be on here, and this is such a great, beautiful, real discussion, and, um, Congratulations to y'all. Like it's just amazing seeing what what God can do in people's lives. And like how yeah. we can change it around. Like, did you ever imagine y'all would be here today, you know, having two hundred <laughs> two hundred interviews in one year? It's last year when I told Sandy it's time to take it to our show to the next level. Because at that time we were yeah. just running new country buzz website. Right. And I was like, it's time to go up to the next level and interview people. And I remember Sandy saying, well, what do we call the show? I was like, well, what else? The Christmas Sandy show. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, are you sure it yeah. worked? I was like, well, it worked for Ty Bentley. It, it worked for um, Bobby. Bobby Bones. And yes. when you look at all the big shows out there, when, when it's a single person or, a, or two people, it's usually their names. Yes. Yeah. I was like, you know what? If it's supposed to work, it'll work, yeah. and God will make a way. Because there right. are people that will private message us and ask, how are you getting these guests? And I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's God. It's all of God here. Literally. And people might be like, huh? But you're like, it's just true. Literally, only God can like make X, Y, Z happen in my life. It's it's awesome. Because we actually have, we might have the opportunity. To, now, this is not a done deal, but it's 99% locked in. But at the end of the month, we're supposed to be getting legendary actor Ed Anzer. Yes, and as the Mary Tyler Moore show, the legends. Again, we're just and we're just sitting here like this ain't supposed to happen to people like us. You're like, man, incredible. That is awesome. That's a true, you know, true success story and a true story of just like following your heart and what it says. And man, that can re lead to the road that you never even dreamed of. Absolutely. And, and because I never want the show itself to be a 
spiritual shove. And we do go spiritual like with you. We do. Yeah, On some episodes, we go spiritual. I don't yeah. want people to think you've know, got to be spiritual to come on the show. So we, we're about stories. And so yeah. we were starting a second podcast called Enduring the Storm. It's going to be fun. And it's because we're writing a book on our story called Enduring the Storm uh, about finding strength through faith and perseverance. Because that's been our story, it's faith and perseverance. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? Why not do a podcast built around that same concept where we bring guests on who've been through some storms. They've been through some crap. And they found strength through faith and perseverance. And we're launching that in, in the next couple of weeks, too. Yeah. She's froze. Technology. <laughs> I just love te technology. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. She'll pop back up here in a second. Hopefully. Oh, she I'm locked out. So hopefully she'll come back in. Back. We'll get her back one last time. We're almost up. Yeah. Mike, she is. There you are. <laughs> you gotta love technology. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, a couple more questions, right? Yeah, we're almost finished, and yeah. you know, hopefully, we can get this last bit in. Ah, yeah. There you there are. She is. Oh. We see you. <laughs> we see you. Your side's like really freezing. Yeah. No. Okay, well, I something? heard something. Oh, there, there she is. is. It's like, okay, God, open it up. <laughs> God, open it up. This is there you go. We said that. <laughs> and it's freezing again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, there you are. Hopefully we can get the finish of this out. I'm so sorry, guys. I don't know. Oh, no That's the bad thing about technology. Yeah. You just don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yes. Especially you, video. Yes. You can hear me? Yeah. We can hear you. You sound fine. Oh, yeah. awesome. I'm going to stay right here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Want to add in my little segment of questions since yeah. this is our first video interview? He's yeah. usually the one to ask the questions. I'm going to have a couple. All right. If you could go on vacation anywhere in the world, where would you want to go? Ooh, okay. Man, I would love to go to Hawaii or um, or like Jamaica or um, somewhere tropical just to be yeah. on the beach and to kind of just, I love the ocean. So just to kind of escape awesome. being that. Awesome. And uh if you could describe your music to someone who has never heard it before, how would you describe it? I would describe it as positive, fun, empowering, uplifting songs. That was always what I had in my heart since a little girl. And now I get to finally create songs um, that, that I love. So that's what I would say. And also, I just had a new song come out today. Oh. Afrojack yeah. called... What are we waiting for? And it's very eighties um, today's vibe. So go check it out. Go get it everywhere: Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. Oh, we'll definitely be checking that out. And what do you want the legacy of your music to be? What do you want to be known for with your music? Oh, she froze again. Uh, that's the last question. Maybe we can get her back to answer that. <laughs> Hopefully we can. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, there. There she is. There you are. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, now she oh. froze again. About to wrap it. And it's bad. We're only we're about wrapping it up right <laughs> yeah. now. There you are. Testing. Testing. Yep. Testing. It's working. Perfect. We hear you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I would want to be known for <laughs> oh. trying to stop you. <laughs> yeah. 
Let her pop. She's going to pop back in here. Yes, she will. <laughs> so we can hear her answer. There you there go. Okay, please, Lord. Bless the infant. <laughs> okay, I would want to be known for my positivity and light and the heart that I gave in everything that I do, whether it's big or small, whether it's a fun, uplifting record, or it's a ballad from the heart. That is what I would want to leave behind for my family and for the rest of time. Love that. I always like to end the show on the same question that I give everybody. Yes. What is the question that you wish hosts like us would ask, but they kind of never do? Oh, my God. Not freezing again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the last question. Oh, oh. oh here she is. Hopefully she comes back. Yeah, in. hopefully we can get that in. What is going on? Oh, Testing. You're back. Yes. Oh, now you're not. We can see you, but yes, we, we can but see you're you. froze. Yes, <laughs> frozen again. There you are. Yes. Uh, thought it was. Hopefully she comes back real soon. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, there. I see you. Can you hear us? Can you see my chat? We we can see you. We, is now better? I, we can hear you now. now we can hear you. Yes, it's working. Okay. I'll get I, it. You have done such an awesome job. I love that this is totally from the heart and such a such a real conversation. I love that you're really leaning on the positive, you know, questions and the real questions. Um, so I love that. I feel like sometimes reporters just love to try to make drama or whatever. I'm not about that. That's just not the type of artist that I am. So I really do appreciate that you have been um, so real and, and loving and positive during this interview and thoughtful with your questions and respecting me and my story. So thank you, Chris and Sandy. You guys are awesome. And I'm so sorry for problem. <laughs> So but, tell everybody how they can get your stuff. Yes, yes. how they can reach you and get, and get pick up your music and your book. Yes, you guys can follow me everywhere on social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Allie Brook on YouTube as well. Subscribe and also follow me on Spotify and download my music. I hope that you love it. I hope it makes your heart happy and makes you feel good. So, thank you so much. You know, we love having you. We really enjoyed yeah. having you on. We definitely look forward to having you back down the road. Yes. Uh, me too. And you guys totally have to come do a show. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Christopher will be excited. <laughs> I can't wait and give your babies hugs for me. And God bless you. Stay safe out there and healthy. And thank you again for such an awesome interview. Oh, thank you so much for your time today. You have a blessed day. You have a blessed day. God bless you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. Bye.